Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. I was literally about to do your extra bit for you. <laughs> and that would have been the first time ever that I'd be like, oh, he, no, he, there's a person that normally does that for me. <laughs> and that's You your did job. do it once when we swapped. I've done it. I've, we've swapped a couple of times. I think there's maybe three or four I, mean, I can think of. We definitely swapped for, was it Aquaman or Chicken Run? Chicken One Run. One of the ones you were in Canada. Canada. Yeah, we swapped. But that's but we've it, also I think. No, we've also swapped, I think, when I saw uh, No Deal no deal to Die, No Diet to Die. You know that one? That yeah, one. yeah. Because you didn't see Oh, did I you do the it. extra then, though? Yeah, I think we swapped oh, okay. over because I was trying to be the mark mode. And oh. also the Grindle, the last uh, Fantastic Beast one as well, you, you, you didn't see and I saw... Oh, okay. So I Again, think I can't remember if we swapped the extras. Well, to be fair, Rich, yeah. we are now about 140 into these extra episodes. and uh, Which isn't bad, considering we didn't ever plan to do any. And we haven't missed one. <laughs> and we review films all the time, and then we always forget what we said about those those sequels when we, yeah, we do. come back to them. So um, mm. not an excellent thing. What I would say is we don't forget... But we grow as people, and so therefore our opinions change. Or grow as critics, maybe. Well, yeah, both. I think you've got to grow as a critic to also grow as a person, right? Grow as a person and a critic, yes. You're quite right, and I feel that puts us in good stead for today's topic. We're going to get... Dim the lights, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get serious. I don't know why you have to dim the lights to get serious. I don't know, but it feels right. (laughs) I was like, does it feel sexy? (laughs) Not sexy, but right. (laughs) Right. Uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome to Unequal Sequel. We're the podcast that talks about sequels. This mm. is the Friday Extra Edition. And today's episode, we found something to talk about because another week, no sequels released and no uh, anniversaries of sequels. No, literally nothing. Like February is so barren. <laughs> it's like, like I don't know if you can hear, but there is a tumbleweed, just a, a sequely tumbleweed, just rolling around behind me right now but you know you know what is going on at the moment what's that then award season <gasps> oh yeah but then sequels don't win awards do they quite famously don't win awards they don't mm. uh, 
That's all we're doing today, Rich. What we're doing today is, (laughs) and this this may be slightly shoehorned, we are picking our movies, our sequels that we think should have got an Oscar nomination but didn't for Best Picture. Now, try and put that in a really clever (laughs) title of an episode that I can fill in. Uh, uh, Sequels that should have been nominated for Oscars. For Best Picture. For Best Picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christ. That's never going to work. Best, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Best Pictures, noms. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Just to like give a, a bit of magic behind the curtain of what me and Rich do, we just had a 20-minute argument about what films we should be talking about. <laughs> we did, um, yeah, yeah. Which we should have recorded because it's probably yeah. going to be better than the podcast. <laughs> Basically, Rich disagrees with all my choices. So, no, not all and, your and choices. I, and I respect your opinion and your choices and why you think my choices were not choices. We said we were going to do five. And you yep. picked 12, and we whittled those 12 down to five. <laughs> we couldn't have all of them. You kept mentioning new ones, and I was like, oh, I'll have that one as well. So if anything, you made it worse for more films True. that I love. You wouldn't let me have Karate Kid Part 2, so, you know. What year was that? We can throw it in the mix at the end and see what won that year. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll find out what year. So the, so the thing about sequels that are very famously... Uh, only nine have ever been uh, nominated for Best Picture. So the sequels that have been nominated in the past are The Bells of St. Mary's from 1945, which is the sequel to the 1944 winner, Going My Way. Never heard of them, so they might be ones to hunt out. Also nominated uh, and won. This one was The Godfather Part Two. Obviously, <laughs> that's a great film. We can see why that one was nominated and won. Uh, also nominated was The Godfather Part Three. Why? I I don't know how that happened. No. I might have to check out 1990 and see why. Also nominated Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, uh, which should have won that year in 2002. Mm. Might have a look why that what won in that. Also nominated and won was uh, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, obviously, because it's brilliant. Uh, nominated Toy Story 3, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Not The Way. It is The Way of the Water. Way of Water. Mm. It's not a Bruce Lee film, Dave. <laughs> and also, most recently, uh, Top Gun, Maverick. Maverick. So 2022 is a good year for sequels. So we're not picking any that have been nominated. Nothing that's been nominated. So we're uh, picking sequels that, have never, that weren't nominated for Best Picture. They might have been nominated in other categories, but Best Picture. Best Picture, yes. So they may have had Best Director. They may have best had... Best actor, best screenplay, best whatever, but not best picture. So we're going to name the film and then we're going to look at the films that were nominated that year and then try and say which one it would replace. We're not saying they should have won, but they should have definitely been in the conversation. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what do, you want to do, what do you want to do first, Rich? Should we work? I think we should go in chron- chronological order. Do you reckon? So latest to earliest. Yes. Okay. So the latest we're gonna is empire strikes back from 1981 absolutely Uh, so we know why empire wasn't nominated right because the academy hates sci-fi yes hates sci-fi hates comedy just doesn't just doesn't happen and i think maybe empire wasn't touted because they knew that it wasn't touted as an oscar worthy movie potentially yeah um if you you know the look at the nominations, there were some big movies in there. 
There were some big movies in there. What, what are the nominations then? What were the nominations? So the nominations in, in 1981, which Empire would have been uh, would have been eligible for. It did. It was nominated for best score. I think. I think it might have even won. It didn't right? win. It definitely didn't win. It, didn't, it hasn't won any. Um, but it was nominated. John Williams was nominated for best score. I think. Okay. So nominations 1981 for best picture were mm. Tess. Don't, I don't know it. I'm sorry. It's not a movie I'm aware of. Nope. Uh, coal, the Coal Miner's Daughter. Nope. Nope. I don't know it. No, me neither. Uh, Raging Bull. I know Raging Bull. Raging Bull's very good. One of my favourite movies. You didn't knock me down. You didn't knock me down. Can't believe it didn't win, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, um, that could be the one. The, the Elephant Man. Again, it's a great movie. Great it's movie. A great movie. Deserves to be in there. And the winner of the Best Picture Oscar was Ordinary People. Again, one I don't know. Ordinary People. Yeah. From 1980. Starring Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. Yeah. Directed by Robert Redford, Mary Tyler Moore, Judd Hirsch. I've never heard of it. No, me neither. The accidental death of the older son of an affluent family deeply strains the relationships among the bitter mother, the good-natured father, and the guilt-ridden son. Now, that sounds like an Oscar baity film it does, compared to, it? you know, lasers and 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 talking bears lasers. and stuff like that. <laughs> We're gonna have the Star Wars fans on our backs. Well, lasers. You know, what? you know what? I'm trying to sound like an, an Oscar voter, and I like to think that the further we go on this conversation, the later the years on, uh, yeah, okay, films like, okay. like Empire Strikes Back will got more accepted. Mm. <laughs> You would hope, uh, and <laughs> and an audience friend, more audience friendly films would become more involved. But what happens with Oscars, especially the Oscars, is that there's always this air of what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say posh, um, snobbiness. Snobbiness could be the words. Couldn't yeah. it? Is that the right? Like you know, when you're watching an Oscar f- abated film, mm. and oh, Empire Strikes Back is. What a film that is! Well, what a sequel that is! Uh, but at that point, were they? And this is what I tried to argue, ladies and gentlemen, that we should put Return of the Jedi in this skirt, this conversation, and Rich flagged that down pretty quickly. Uh, well, look, I know Return of the Jedi is your favourite. <laughs> it's my favourite. Yes. I don't think it's the best of the three, no, and I think right. most people agree with me. Yes, they. But do. I know it is your favourite. And I don't want to take that away from you. And also, like you say, there is the Lord of the Rings argument that they waited till the trilogy was finished and then the last one got all the plaudits. But Two Towers was nominated. It was. That is true. And so was Fellowships. So they were all got nominated. Mm. Do you just think it was too out there for the voters in 1981? Well, it's just... I don't just... Sci-fi just doesn't get nominated. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Like, I, even two thousand and one, a Space Odyssey, I don't think was nominated. I don't think so. Um, I think because I'm, I'm sure I remember reading an article where it said every everything everywhere all at once was the first sci-fi movie to be nominated. <laughs> That's like two thousand twenty-two. That can't <laughs> be true. They or must first be sci-fi other... movie to win, win. Uh, major Oscars. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which one would you take out of that lot then? I know you. We haven't seen. Well, well yeah, we haven't seen three them all, of them. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I out of the winners, I'd probably put Raging Bull was best picture in nineteen eighty one. Me too. But then it's, you know, well, I haven't seen ordinary people. So let's just say people, we'll so. get rid of Tess. 
Yeah, okay, fine. We'll get rid of Tess. <laughs> I'm just going to look what Tess is. Oh, She was a sad. poor man's daughter, an aristocrat's mistress, and a gentleman's wife. A strong-willed young pe- peasant girl attracts the affection of two men. Let's not take that out, because that sounds like it might be a good like feminist kind of movie. She was born into a world they called it seduction, not rape. What she did, what she did would shatter their world forever. Oh, we'll take out the coal miner's daughter because I have seen this movie. I've just remembered. We can take that out. It's about a country singer. I've just realised it now. It's got Sissy Spacek in it and Tommy Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Yeah, but it's it's. I wouldn't have said it was the fictionalised life of, of singer Loretta Lynn, a girl who rose from humble beginnings to become a country music star in the 1960s to 70s. And yes, it's, it's fine. Okay, good. We found one. Phew. <laughs> I have seen that. I mean, Tess sounds an absolute horrid film to try and watch, to be honest. So on that one, we're taking out Coal Miner's Daughter and we're putting yes. in Empire Strikes Back. Yes. For a nomination, not necessarily say it's going to win, but it's in the noms. It's in the mix. It is the noms. The next next year we're going to is 2009. So quite the jump. 2009. Big jump. Big jump. So no 90 sequels are worthy, which I think is probably fair. Well, again, arguments. <laughs> uh, the win- and so strong, we think- strong year in 2009. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so the film we think should go in 2009 is quite an obvious one. Mm. And it is The Dark Knight. It is The Dark Knight. I mean, come on. What How films have we no- got? So the nominations in 2009, pretty right. strong. Uh, we've got The Reader. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that, I mean, the, that is the, the Kate Winslet one? Yeah. Is that the yeah. The Anthony Minghella one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. It's, Fine. Uh, we've got Milk, which is the, the Sean uh, Penn film. Sean Penn film. Again, I think it's a good movie. It's definitely an Oscar-y movie. Yeah. Then we've got Frost Nixon. Which has two good performances in two it. Two very good performances call it, in it. But it's a very Ron Howard film. I love it. Of course I love it. Of course you do. There's two people in a room talking. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like two hours. And I, I really love David Frost. Um, he reminds me of my gramp. So I, re- I really love that movie. But again... I think it's a very safe movie to have as an Oscar nom. Yeah. And you've got The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Okay. Interesting. I mean, it's a good film, but it's not one I think... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oscar noms are weird. Okay. And what what won it? Slumdog Millionaire. Oh. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I mean, they're all good films. They're all good films. But Dark Knight... I genuinely think if Dark, Dark Knight should have not only been in the nominations, it should have been in there to win. I think it should have been the winner, Rich. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're all fine films. I like. I, I saw Slumdog Millionaire. I watched all these films actually this year in 2009, which is weird yeah. for me because I don't normally get around to watching all of these kind of films. No. Um, and I remember really liking Slumdog Millionaire. I loved. I, I really loved the music. I thought Death Patel was really good. I thought it was a really good Danny Boyle film. Yeah. Um. And it had me gripped for most of it. Um, yeah, but the Dark Knight is just—it's so something much. It's special. It is special. But then, is it special because of Heath Ledger's performance, which did get, he which did, did he did before. get a, he did win for best supporting actor? Yeah. Um, is it 
because of his performance that it's a special movie or is it special enough in its own right to win Best Picture or to be nominated? We're talking about nominating, aren't we? I definitely think it's good enough to be nominated. I think looking at a film like that is the craft, like the way it's mm. shot, the music, which Agreed. Hans Zimmer's score, which also is that the Joker, you know, the, the sound that comes in. Yeah. The new technology they used as well. Exactly. Like, it should have been applauded for just that as it well. Should have like been recognized, IMAX. It, yeah. was, it was it was taking the next step mm. uh in filmmaking and I think Christopher Nolan Nolan must have been nominated as well for an actor, animated film, art direction cinematography. I don't directing. know if he was, you know. He was not even nominated. No, I don't think he so was. It, this is before this is just before uh so the year after this, they made they opened it up more and they could have had more nominations. So at the moment, there's only five, right? Or six? Five, yeah. So I think it goes up to seven or nine. I can't remember. We'll find out. In it would definitely one. have been in there then, wouldn't it? So I think it definitely was. And I think people, there was a bit of an outcry after this saying, audience, one, audiences are changing a bit as well. And if you want the Oscars and the awards to kind of be more relevant, then... They're going to have to start looking at these kind of films, like the superhero films as well. These these audience-friendly films, maybe, yeah. is, is a good way of putting it. Because you look at those kind of films, and you look at the films in 1981, they're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. You're not, you're not going to want to sit down and watch The Curious Case of Benjamin Button multiple times, are you? It's not. But mm. I can sit and watch The Dark Knight, I reckon, every six months, and it'd still be brilliant. Yeah, true. So and what the, would we take out? I'd take out the the reader. That, I think that would be my choice as well. I think Sean Penn is very good in Milk. Yeah, um, and I think the reader Kate Winslet's very good in it. But and Rafe, I think Rafe Fiennes is in it as well. Rafe, Rafe yeah, Rafe Fiennes in it. Um, yeah. there's nothing else memorable about it. It's a true story, isn't it? It's autobiographical. It's a true story, so. It, Ticks that box for the. For and it's, you know, it's got Nazis in it and people like the Nazis. <laughs> they love the Nazis. The I, mean, I mean, people like movies about Nazis. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> people don't like the Nazis. I mean, some people do. <laughs> oh, God, Straight, stop. Oh, God, I'm stopping now. But there's inappropriate age relationship, you know, like teenage mm-hmm. boy, older woman kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I Personally, that's the one that stood out to me that. Could it's the one agreed. So we probably to, come out to take yeah. out of what year? Yeah, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine, and also it was only released in like January two thousand nine. So oh, really, was it, it was. It seems like it was proper Oscar bait, you know. Yes, Oscar films are always always pretty much if you want them is released between December and yeah. end of February. That is the the hot ticket months. If you get them there, you're good. If you get before that. You get forgotten, it seems, mm. like early in the year, April. Yes. So what I'm May's. trying to say is it's also a Weinstein movie, so that oh, can also get help it, it get in the bin. Yeah. Right. Okay, I agree. Good. Okay. So the reader's oh. gone. <laughs> okay. What's next? Next, we've got two films from the same year, apparently, okay. uh, which is Paddington 2. Let's do that one first. Yeah. Paddington 2. Yeah. And what year is it? 2018, I think. Okay, so this is when we expanded it. It's not 2018. And but also oh, the same be, year, yeah. we've also got another sequel that year we want to put in, yeah, which is okay. also Blade Runner 2049. 
Oh, we didn't plan that very well, did we? <laughs> we might pick another one in a second just to... <laughs> Okay, all right. This is an interesting one because there's some decent movies in here. So this is when they expanded and put more nominations to try and give everyone yeah. more of a go. So and looking at it, nine it, it does feel like that. Yes. Yeah, nine nominations to 2018. Still none of them sequels. So we've got Denis Villeneuve's Blade Runner 2049 that we want to put in and also quite possibly the best sequel ever made, Paddington 2. (laughs) (laughs) The nominations in 2018 are very strong. So we've got, well, hmm. I think there's some weak ones in there. Yeah, maybe one, two. Um, Okay, so we have The Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro's Shape of Water. Yeah, um, we have got Fan- Phantom Thread, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, great film. We've got The Post, uh, the Steven Spielberg movie The Post, which I like. I knew this is going to come talky talky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Darkest Hour. That's the the Churchill film, right? The That's Churchill the film. Yeah, Gary Oldman won for, and he was cakes yeah. in prosthetics. Yes, they okay. love they love an actor in prosthetics, don't they? They do. Yeah, we've got three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which one I think right. I think the winner was The Shape of Water. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. That's what it's telling me on the Oscar site. Oh, okay. I thought Three Billboards won. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, which is... Okay, yeah. Yeah, another well-liked movie. Uh, we've got Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan. Dunkirk. Great film. Uh, Jordan Peele's Get Out. Great film. That Great is a... film. I mean, that should have won, right? <laughs> this is where this is getting good now best pictures and getting more nominations in the list yeah. because any other year that would be I reckon cut out and the you can see that the voters are getting a little bit more experimental by this point because mm. that wouldn't have been picked no in what in the early 90s no definitely stuff. not and we've also got Lady Bird just Scott Rudin Saoirse Ronan kind well, of that was directed movie. by a woman so it definitely would have got voted in the early 90s or the whatever so yeah true <laughs> so uh, and we've got to take out two of those films to get two in. So, one, after the whole Barbie controversy, I'm not taking out a Greta Gerwig movie, so Lady Bird's safe. Lady Bird <laughs> is a great film as well. I've got no problem keeping that in. Get Out is also safe because... Get Out is also staying It's incredible. Safe. Yep. Shape of Water, I don't know. Which one? I, okay. I can't take it out. I can't take it out. I think it's got to stay. I, although I don't know. Sally Hawkins' performance is incredible. Is it best picture? It's a it's a great film because it's a weird film as well, isn't it? Like a love story between a, a woman and a fish man. Yeah, and it's fantasy and it's 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 really good Del Toro film. It is. All right, you've won me over. It's got to stay. Okay. Well, I don't like where this is going. Well, keep going. <laughs> uh, three billboards has got to stay. Okay. Great. Great written film. Yeah. It is. Smartly written film. <sighs> Dunkirk. Dunkirk's got to stay. Yeah. It's I great. Agree. It's great. I, I agree. I agree. That's an amazing piece of film, Dunkirk. So now we're down to Darkest Hour. I would get rid of Darkest Hour. That would be the first We've one. We've got to get rid of two, remember. Yeah, no, yeah. I can, yeah, I would get rid of Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour and replace it with Paddington 2. Paddington 2. Both. Darkest Hour is Because then at least we've got fine. one. We've got a movie in there that's about a true British hero. True, 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 Okay, so then we're down to, to three left. We've got Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. I think has to stay. It's an important film. but It's, it's an important it's... film for LGBTQ rights. It's yep. got to stay in. It's, yeah, it's it's not coming out. It's got to stay in there. 
So then I mean, we're I'll, to... I'll never look at a, like is it a peach again? And oh fucking hell, no, me neither. But, um, but Timothy yeah. Chalamet is is fantastic in that film. Yeah, and he's in Lady Bird as well, so he's got two. Noms what a year, yeah, 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 great year. Um, so then we're down to Phantom Thread and the you can't Post. Take out, you can't take out Phantom Thread. It was one of my favorite of the year. Really, like Daniel Day Lewis was so good in this film. See, that would be the his, one I would take out. His his zingers. <laughs> see, I would. I liked the post, but I would take the post out for Blade. I think that's probably fair. You know, I think it, it feels, I think you're probably right. Uh, and don't get me wrong, because I love Spielberg. He's my favorite ever director. But mm. sometimes Spielberg gets nominated because it's Spielberg. Scorsese sometimes gets the same kind of treatment, to be honest. I think the... I, I like The Post. Don't get me wrong. The Post is my kind of film. It's a very good film. I can also film. see why it's an Oscar... Where, you know, an Oscar-nominated well, film. It's, it's very Tom Hanks. It's film. Meryl Streep. Come on. But you're right... If I was gonna, if I was gonna choose between Blade Runner twenty forty nine and The Post, yeah, as an Oscar nomination for a beautifully crafted, wonderful movie, yeah, come on, Rich. it's going to Blade Runner, isn't it? It is. Roger Deakins did win Best Cinematography for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but it's it is a such a gorgeous looking film, but yeah, it is such a wonderful film in so many ways. It and is. I know it's for me, it's better than Blade Runner. For Rich, it's not. I totally understand that. And we've been there many times with many different people. But also, but- subjectively, it might be better than Blade Runner, but my, I can't I can't not have seen Blade Runner when I saw it, you know? Yes. No, you can't change that. I can't, like, I can't get how important Blade Runner was to me as a kid growing up. I would put Loving Blade Runner 2049 above a lot of these films in this list. I, would, I wouldn't I take think... Shape of Water out of this list, but I would put no. Blade Runner 2049. I can't believe Shape of Water won against Three Billboards, which I think is a stunning movie. It's, but Billboards is so good it's because it, that script is so... It is Good. incredible. I mean, oh yeah, Rockwell, but it's not Woody just Harrison, that. Yeah, Francis McDormand Francis- and Sam Rockwell are just so good in it. I know they a lot of people get so angry about good. the Rockwell character and the, his tones, but he's playing a man that was written on the script by, um, is it Neil McDowell? Is it is one of the McDowell brothers, Martin McDowell, which sounds like I'm saying a, a character from Back to the Future. <laughs> Yeah, it does a little bit. Uh, yeah, Martin. I think it's Martin McDonough, isn't it? Oh, there we go. Where did I get McDonough? That's why I, was get, I don't know, but I was getting confused. Malcolm McDowell. I was thinking I was confused. Oh, with. Malcolm McDowell. So Martin McDonough is the director and the writer-director, yeah. And his brother is I the one that does... don't think his brother's in... Is he's the one, he's the brother who does Calvary and... I get. Oh, yeah, potentially... So Martin McDonough did um, wrote in Bruges and he wrote Banshees of Inisherin. Um, All great films. He's a definitely a, yeah, a very talented writer. Absolutely, and also he directed in Bruges and directed Seven Psychopaths and Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, you know, great. so he's a very you know he's a very strong filmmaker. I I Three Billboards is one of my favourite movies. I think it's incredible. Oh wow! Okay, um, I see. I Phantom Fred. You know, um, Paul Thomas Anderson is a, a director that done Boogie yeah. Nights, The Master, Magnolia, uh, Drunk Punch Love, all those great Punch films. Punch Drunk Love is great, isn't great it? Great films. But I haven't enjoyed his last few. Inherent Vice, I didn't like. I didn't no. really like. What was his last one? Uh, Licorice Pizza. I really struggled with. No, I struggled with that too. Yeah, I agree. But Phantom Thread, Daniel Day Lewis, last film. I didn't he retired. Love I didn't love Phantom Thread. Oh, it's so it's so beautiful. And his his insults, it's so beautifully played. I just found it so. And Leslie Mandeville's in there. And she's so good. And Victoria Cripps. 
I, I was I was taken away by that film. I thought it was a, a superb, and the costumes are so good in that film. Yeah, like I get it. I get it. Like, and I totally get why it's in there as a nomination. I just, me personally, I just find it too horrible, too oh, bitter, I love and the, mean, the, the, and... the insults. <laughs> and obviously, the other ones: Get Out, Jordan Peele. Wow. Oh what, yeah. What an Incredible. introduction to that man. Incredible. Um, Lady Bird, Greta Gerwig, first directional. Fucking brilliant film. Sasha Rowan in that film. Um, yeah. They're two, I can't get rid of them. Dunkirk's are just a magical piece of cinema, I think, with all the sound effects and the way it's put I think together. We, and we both agree that Darkest Hour can go, though, right? Darkest Hour can definitely go. It's fine. Yeah. It's, only, it's the only thing it's got going for it is the Gary Oldman uh, And even then, it's too much. And he won it, so it's fine. Yeah. But as a film, the way it's put together, the way it looks, it's, I don't think it's anything special. Agreed. Agreed. And what was the other so one? I think we're... The Post. Um, the Post is the other one we're taking out, which, again, I like it. Totally see why it's an Oscar nom, but Blade Runner 2049's better should be in there. You're right. Yeah. And Paddington 2 should be in there too. Just to give, you know, just to give a family-friendly movie an Oscar nod. Paddington you know, 2. It doesn't happen very often, does it? It has one of the best endings ever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. When the aunt knocks on the door, it absolutely ruins me. Yeah, completely. In so many ways. Uh, it's such a lovely film. And it was so nice watching Wonka this year that also kind of didn't quite have <sighs> that much, but it was nice that it had that magic. My son is now obsessed with Wonka and we've seen it literally five. We've seen it five times in seven days. And I, I don't care. I still <laughs> love it. It's a good one. It's, so, it's weird that musicals can do that. And Paddington 1 is such a good film, solid first film, because... Mm. It shouldn't. It shouldn't really work, and the, yeah, the the visual effects are so good in Paddington. You'd kind of just forget that he's not there, and it's. Uh, and if we had Paddington in here too, that that means that Sally Hawkins would have two movies in Oscar yeah, noms. She had as a well. good year. She yeah. had a good year. Do you think Paddington Three is going to be as good as Paddington Two? Or are you worried that I, it hasn't got the Graham King magic? That that's my worry. Yeah, that is my worry, but. I'm holding, I'm crossing my fingers. Let's see. Okay, so we're now going to move on, not too, too far away, which I believe we'll just go into the next year of 2019. Okay. Ooh, 2019. So can it live up to 2018 is the question. Well. No, no I think is the answer. <laughs> this one, we're going to have to argue a bit, I think, and we're going to see what the nominations are. And I think it's going okay. to, we should have probably looked before we picked this. But our... Uh, Nomination, our nomination for 2019. Yeah. <laughs> and please, people, stay with me here. Yeah. Is, uh, oh, it might actually be 2020. It's 2020. Oh. <laughs> 2020. Okay. Okay. Right. We're moving on two years. This is going to make it slightly harder. So t- 2020. We we think that we, our nomination for a sequel that should have been nominated for Best Picture oh, in 2020, yeah. Yeah. but wasn't, is Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Here I'm out, torn. I am torn on this one myself. So for those of you sat at home going, what? What are you talking about? We are playing. I uh, know. I know Infinity War is better, right? It is. It's a better film. It is. It is better. I... We're going with Endgame essentially because in because of the Lord of the Rings factor. It's the Lord of the Rings theory, isn't it? It crowns off a whole franchise, and that's why it deserved a nomination. 
it, it, that's where that story ended. It was like, what mm. is it at that point? Fifteen films. Who actually? I don't know. No, I should have done research. Not saying it should win. Not saying it should re- win. But it should, should have got a nomination, and I know exactly which movie I would replace with it. <laughs> I think we're going to have the same film. Uh, okay, do the nominations, Rich. I will do the one I think it's, we should replace last. <laughs> <laughs> so the nominations. Twi- uh, 1917, Sam great. Mendes, 1917. Great, great film. Great film. Great film. We're keeping it. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> Leaving it in there. Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not my favourite. Long film. Long film. Long film. Quite boring. Yeah. Sort of understand where it's Hollywood. Hollywood loves a movie about Hollywood, right? He does. The Oscars love a, a movie they, about Hollywood. They also love nominating films that Leonardo DiCaprio's in, but they never let him win. True. True. I Yeah. I mean, that'd be close for me to coming out. You know, it's, it, I don't think it deserves an Oscar nomination, to be honest, but there we are. Writing, maybe. Potentially, like, a writing nomination for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Little Women. Deserves to be there. Can't come out. Deserves its nomination. It's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> According to my poster. <laughs> like, do they have one Christmas meal or two Christmas meals? And I think it's women? one. Is it? Yeah. It might have even been more, because it's, it's over multiple years. It's one right at the start, and I think that's it. Oh, okay. There's lots of winters, but I think that's... I I, I can't remember. Agreed. It was, some, Again, it was a couple of months ago. Greta Gerwig, great director. Greta Gerwig, got to stay in there. So, Jojo Rabbit, Taika Watiki. It's got to stay, hasn't it? It's great. It's good. It's got to stay if just for the mum, the scene of oh, him touching his mum's hand. It's got to stay for that. Yeah, I enjoy Jojo Rabbit. I really... I think that's maybe one of Taika's best films mm. it's so weird and wonderful and it takes such a serious subject and makes it bizarre and crazy but it's still that bit what you just spoke about when it gets to that bit it still absolutely just punches you in the gut oh absolutely uh, and it's it's really I think it's really well handled and I like mm. laughs at Taika's version of the kids version of Hitler yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. like I said Oscars love a Hitler, uh, love a bit of Nazis, you know, it's in <laughs> <Get> there. <it. laughs> uh, so next one's uh, Marriage Story, Noah Baumbach movie. This can, is a good, have you seen this? I have seen it. I, I'm not sure it's one I want to watch. It. I won't be rushing to watch it again, but I can 100% see why it's here. Why it's I went and saw this in the London Film Festival when it was out. I went and saw it like seven o'clock in the morning or where it is for the press screening. And I wow. watched that in the morning. And then I watched another film about divorce in the afternoon. It Ooh. was a divorce heavy. Yeah, it had Josh O'Connor, Bill Nye, a woman in it. But it was also quite hard. But Marriage Story is just two great actors like Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver mm. just going at it. And I, when I was watching, I was like, well, they're just going to show this in acting classes. People are going to be ripping this off in like like auditions and stuff because it yeah, yeah it's really good in that kind of way like you said it's mm. it's not the the easiest watches to get through and you won't keep going back to it but both of them very good very good solid film um and okay. a good support yeah. by all the sport characters as well if i remember rightly true i'd never okay. want to watch it again though no <laughs> talking of films i never want to watch again uh the irishman again this is what i was saying about scorsese, scorsese um, gets a nomination Spielberg factor yeah yeah it's, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And there's some good performances. Pacino's good in it. Stephen Graham is great for his mm. part. Yeah. Uh, but nice to see Pesci back. Nice to see, mm. you know, De Niro doing the... But it's 
far too long. It's far and, too long. Uh, yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say this is anywhere near Scorsese's best work. No. I mean, King of Comedy and stuff is better if we're going down stuff yeah. that should have been nominated or won or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah. I, that'd be one maybe that would go not in the nomination list. What else is... What, keep going. So next one, which would have been my winner if I got to choose, is Ford versus Ferrari or, as we like to call it, Le Mans 66. I about to say what we call it in it here. Yes, it's yeah. a fantastic film. Stunning Matt Damon, movie. Christian Bale so good together it's up there in my in my top 10 definitely i love it that's an audience friendly film and an oscar bait film yeah wrapped up into just one brilliant film i cried like a baby at the end at the I end genuinely cried like i couldn't stop myself what was it josh lucas playing the bad guy at ford oh yeah man. so good it's a great looking so film. good yeah and then the eventual winner which is parasite which, Which you is, watched for the first time not too long ago? I watched ago. the first time a few weeks ago. And I, I can see I can see why people love it. I didn't love it. But, you know, I can, see, can why, see why. I can see why it got... Oh, absolutely. I can see why it won. I can see why it's in the doors. there. Yeah. And I think the one we should get rid of, which we both <laughs> solidly agree on... <laughs> yes, we do. We don't is, even have to talk about it. ...is Joker. Because it's, it's shit, isn't it? Like, it's just not good. It's a bad version of King of Comedy that we've mentioned already. How do you think it ended up here? Was it the Joaquin Phoenix performance that... What? I think I think the one... Well, the Oscars, he is good in it. The Oscars love a mental breakdown. So that yeah. gives that gets you Oscar bait straight away. I think lots of stupid straight white men like this thing. And there's lots of stupid straight white men in the Oscar category. You know, judging panels or whatever they call them, the Academy. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't. It's know. a weird one, isn't it? I, I, it is a really weird one for me. Like, is it like we finally give what the people want? We've put a superhero film or whatever it is, a comic book movie in there. We'll put an actual comic book movie in there, then, like Avengers Endgame. Like <laughs> Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, this, this amazing bit of story they've been telling for so many films that yeah, like finished. If you want to celebrate Endgame comic book so movies? Well. Put an actual comic book movie in there. It made not this crap. It was <laughs> the highest grossing movie for a while until they re-released Avatar again. Yeah, um, but Endgame just did did things that other films haven't haven't done. Or mm. I don't think we will see again, maybe ever, because DC are floundering with it, and Marvel can't seem to get the trains back on the tracks. And it was just a special moment that they had all those storylines for so long. Finished then with uh, with. Robert Downer Jr.'s click of his fingers, and it, it's yeah. an amazing film, and it's an amazing conclusion of that phase. Is that what we're calling the Marvel bits? Phase one, two, whatever it was. Three. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I, I'm lost already. With so but... many characters, and they did such a good job of juggling them all. And yes, we do both agree. Infinity War is a better film. Well, partially because when four comes down and says bring me Thanos and moments like that yeah yeah and the fact that I, I just love a movie where the bad guys win yeah you know? but the bit like, when uh, Captain America you know picks mm, up the hammer yeah yeah in a screen where people lost their fucking minds absolutely it's an incredible bit when they and look we know it's never right, gonna happen portals, oh, you know man, we great. know we know the academy's never gonna put a fucking marvel movie in the oscars well they did though well, didn't they, did they? Black they Panther, put black panther yeah yeah so maybe they felt like they'd done their nod I to marvel I, maybe they did yeah and that's a black panther is a great film 
It is. Um, but if Endgame should have been in these nominations. But wasn't been. didn't End- Black Panther go up against it lost out to the Green Book? Yes, it did. Which is hilarious because Yeah, it lost against <sighs> That year, sorry, I'm just gonna go through it. That year in two thousand nineteen. When you said we were gonna talk about two thousand nineteen, I was like, Oh good, because this is wild. It's got Vice, <laughs> which is I don't think is a very good film. No. I don't like it. Agreed. A, a Star is Born is Good. It's good. It's good, but it's a remake. Roma is, it... is a, a brilliant piece of film, but I'll never watch it I've again. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. It's brilliant, but you'll never watch it again. The Favourite, which is this brilliant odd film by Yorgos I didn't didn't like it very much. I can, I can see why it's nominated. I just didn't like it. I think Olivia Coleman's great. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, that can fuck off. That can away. so fuck off. Black Klansman, Spike Lee, great film. Yeah, That should have made one. Uh, Black Panther, and then the winner, Green Book, which wild <laughs> is wild. an insulting piece of film for some people. It's just, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, everyone's Absolutely. good in it. Don't get me wrong, but best film, ah. absolutely no way, no chance. And then you had Black Panther, which was like this movement, this big moment in black cinema. This black superheroes. I mean, you literally have got things. Black Klansman and Black Panther. <laughs> And you pick fucking Greenberg? And then you've got Greenberg when a, a white man teaches a black man how to eat fried chicken, basically. And it's just... I, oh, written I by know. white men. Written by white men as well. It's just... Yeah, uh, yeah. Keep that. Anyway, we went to anyway. 2020 instead. <laughs> we, went to, we didn't touch 2019. We went to 2020. <laughs> but yeah. And only eight as well, not nine. In 2019. Oh, really? Yeah. Nine every other year. Only eight. I mean, they keep adapting it every year, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm. No no sequel nominations in 2024. <laughs> I think that's fair, to be honest. Like, Yeah. Well, well yeah. What, what would you have? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 at this point? Well, Spider-Verse, probably. Spider- well, I was hoping with Spider-Verse, again, are they going to do The Lord uh, of the yeah. Rings? Yeah, I hope the third one's incredible and then that gets it. it. It'd be brilliant. Um, like in 2022, a couple of years ago, we had Avatar, The Way of Water, and Top Brown Maverick, which bloody should have won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no sequels this year. Uh, no. Hopefully, I can't... Well, well, Avatar will go again, won't it? Yeah, Avatar's probably. three, four, five, six, seven... <sighs> Did you want to talk about some of your honourable mentions honorable in mentions. terms of ones you, that were on your list that we didn't talk about? Well, I've got loads. Shall I just go Aliens in 1987? Yeah. Probably should have won, but we can. Rich has kept shouting at me, sci-fi films don't get nominated. He's quite right. But we picked uh, two. We picked two sci-fi films. That's true, films. Should, but we picked later on ones. that. Well, no, we have picked Empire, which was earlier. Well, that fucking should have done. Uh, <laughs> Terminator 2. I don't agree. I think Terminator 2 is a great sequel. I don't think it's an Oscar nomination in what, 92, did we say? 92, yeah. 1992. What would you take out in 92, though? That's the thing. Like, the nominations in 92 were, uh, oh, well, Bugsy, I suppose you could take out. The well, animated... you're making it easy when you've just taken out the ones you would take out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Bugsy's pretty... But, yeah. This was the first year, right? They had an animated film, best film. And you can't they... take that out. And you can't they, take Beauty after, and the Beast out. After this, they actually made a category for best animated movie. Yeah. So that's why we haven't mentioned like Toy Story 2. Yeah. Like... You can't take Beauty and the Beast out because it's that's it's changed the world, essentially. It changed the Oscars. And I don't think anything will beat Silence of the Lambs that year. 
Well, no. maybe Terminator 2 for me, but I, I would leave it in there. You can't take JFK out either. It's a long film. I've never I know, seen the, but you the, can't take the it Prince out. of Tides, though. That's a very Oscar-y movie. I don't think you can take that out either. My other one, you can just tell me, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade from 1990, also because of the Lord of the Rings rule, which came 20 years later or whatever it was. <laughs> it wasn't I, it well yeah I mean, it was never gonna win but i liked the idea of but also it wasn't the last work. one plus what well, would it replace so you've got field of dreams dead poet society born on the fourth of july my left foot and then driving miss daisy which won again i'm not 100 percent sure driving miss i would daisy say driving miss there. daisy but that's personally. the one that won for fuck's sake uh, okay um how about uh fast five in 2012 rich Fast Five. <laughs> I think that's pushing it, honestly. I mean, what would you? Okay, what would you take out in 2012? Probably extremely loud and incredible close. Incredibly close, yeah, maybe. Definitely extremely loud and incredibly close. I would take the Tree of Life out to be honest, because that is a horrible piece of. Do you know what? I've never seen it, I so I don't. It know. gave me a headache and it made me angry. I mean, it scores once. incredibly low on IMDb. It's so. It's what's his face, um, the director. Uh, I don't know because I've never seen it so I'm not sure who the director is uh, but Terrence th- Malick that's it and his films are all very very arty and don't make a lick of sense to me oh it's a Brad it's Brad Pitt and Jessica Chastain isn't it yeah and there's dinosaurs in there and everything yeah, yeah you would have picked yeah. Moneyball in that year though oh god yeah of course I would because Moneyball's the best movie ever made ever you know uh, <laughs> I, my other options were Logan from 2017 which didn't even get at that point, I think I think Hugh Jackman should have been least uh, nominated for an Oscar, and he wasn't. For, in twenty seventeen, what would you take out in twenty seventeen? Uh, hang on, let me get there. and I'll tell you. You got oh yeah, oh twenty seventeen was the the controversial year, wasn't it? Saying that they're all really good films in twenty seventeen. Like I think Moonlight is a great film. Arrival is a great film. Fences, I thought. Everyone was really good in Denzel Washington, Viola Davis. Yeah. They did their performance in that was incredible. Manchester by the Sea, another I great movie that I never, never want to watch, watch again. Yeah. yeah, Lion, I cried like a baby at the end. I haven't seen Lion, but I've yeah. heard it's very good. It, it broke me. La La Land, I love. I really love. Hidden Figures is a really good film. Really strong yeah. performances. Hell or High Water is is a film that not enough people have watched. I've not seen that either. Oh mate, you should watch that. Chris Pine and uh, Ben Foster and. Um, Jeff Bridges are in it. it's so good. Modern day like a modern day Western. Uh Hacksaw Ridge is is Love good. Hacksaw Ridge. Brutal. I think it's great. It's that would be the one I would take out. Really? I would take out La La Land because I actually think it's quite bad. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> uh and then from nineteen eighty three, Rich, Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan Star Trek Wrath of Khan. Wow, okay. I, I agree, it's a great sequel. Is it Oscar worthy? And what would you take out in 83? Oh, mate. It's it some strong movies in 83. I wouldn't get rid of E.T., obviously. And Gandhi's good. E.T., Gandhi. The Verdict is good. I don't, haven't seen Verdi. haven't seen Miss... I know what Tootsie is, but I've never seen it. I've seen Tootsie. I would, that's probably the one I'd take out. But it's so rare for a comedy to be in there. Oh, yeah. So you can't I'd take that out. I'd want to keep it. I'd want to keep it. The Verdict is a really good movie. You can't take that out. Like that's so you're Paul, saying that's Paul wrong, Newman. Fine, I'm wrong that year. Fine, okay, cool. But then miss. I don't know missing. I've never seen missing. I'm quite think. happy with the the five we picked though. So 
And I'd love to hear what other people think. What other mm, so the rules, yeah. the rules, listeners, you guys. I'm going to be trying to put you there, you in the corner. Uh, <laughs> the rules are they can't be nominated, and it has it's only for best picture. Yeah. Okay, and it has to be a sequel. So let us know what you would have done and the year if you can, and what you would have replaced, and what you would have replaced, and we'll read them out hopefully in the end of month roundup. If you want to know what those are, then you're going to have to get on social media and get in touch with us. We're on all the social medias. We're at Unequal Sequel on all the things. I know Blue Skies one's weird, but it's unequalsequel.bluesocial or whatever it's called. You know, we're on there. We're on Blue Sky. We're on X. We're on Threads. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. We're on TikTok. Whatever the new thing is, we're on it. We're there. Just search us. We're even on YouTube, for God's sake. No, you can't see our ugly mugs. It's just the podcast but on youtube yeah you can also get in touch if you don't do social medias um which is fine and probably very sensible you can get in touch with us on the email we are unequalsequel at hotmail.com get in touch with us there tell us what you thought uh whilst you're around give us a little review five stars you know tap us out a little review let us know what you thought of the podcast it really does help other people find us we would be incredibly grateful please tell your friends to come and listen we would love that we do have some new interview episodes coming very soon if you are a big fan of us then get yourself onto another slice.com forward slash unequal sequel where for just 2.99 a month you can join our subscription service and if you do join you may hear us lose our actual minds as we recorded ourselves live watching twilight breaking dawn part two yes the first it's, time we're in the room together it's a podcast event of and oh uh, yeah well maybe of the decade <laughs> it's uh it's a thing we uh we got our friend rich involved because essentially he looks like a vampire so we brought him in uh, he twinkles in the daylight and stuff, you know. So yeah, he, yeah. he, he came along for a good, for the ride, and yeah, we record we recorded ourselves watching the movie. We're going to cut out all the quiet bits and stuff, so it's not you don't have to listen for two hours. No, but you will hear my shrieking reactions at the baby's disgusting face and the ending <laughs> and the oh my god the ending. Keep, don't spoil it. <laughs> uh, yes, so that's happening midweek. Middle yeah. of next week on the 14th that will be out and on the 16th we are releasing an episode of our Twilight ranking yes so our next extra episode will be us ranking the Twilight saga from worst so to worst tune in for that from worst to even more worst <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, got anything else to say have I, have I skipped in again no I think I think we're done brilliant Thank you, everyone, for listening. You are all great. New interview episodes are coming. We are annoying people as we speak. And some people are saying, yes, we might do that. And then I have to annoy <laughs> them a little bit more. Uh, fingers crossed everything comes out. I've got nothing to say. It's a bye-bye from me, and it's a bye-bye from him. Bye! See you next week. Sequel to this week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. What do you think? What do you think we should do, like, the BAFTAs nominations? <laughs> 
No, no. <laughs> I mean, let's see how this one, this this episode yeah. does. But I'm, I'm I'm feeling no. <laughs> I thought for if we're really desperate, we should just go through best uh, sequels that begin with letter A, and then we can go all the way through <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> B. Back to the Future Part Two. Done. Done. <laughs> C. Not Cars Two. Oh.